Hello, hello again. This is Hello Hello Hangouts with your host Edwin and Pam hi, in the hi. fabulous Whereby Machine that's right next to me. <laughs> Thank you for hanging out um, yes, on this spring. Oh, wow. It's like, it was really nice today. It was like 50, 60 degrees outside. It I'm was, really... You know, it was windy, but... It was it was sunny. It was sunny. It was, it was like high of a sixty sixties, I yeah. think. Now, oh, it was beautiful. It's not it's not it's not Philippines hot. <laughs> or, oh no. Or, oh no. And I'm or, pretty sure if my dad if my dad was here, she he would still complain how it's still cold. <laughs> yeah. Probably my my dad would too. I mean the reason one of the biggest reasons why I think my parents went back to the Philippines and retired there was because the cold and <laughs> and the fact that there was a thing called shoveling snow and driving in snow and having to deal with all that oh my dad my so. dad was very proud of his um snowblower <laughs> like to the point where he would like take pictures of him snowblowing just so that he could show you know Look at what I can do. I think that's what my to parents, the people in the Philippines. Look at yeah. this. <laughs> I, remember, I think I think my my dad did some something the same. And we had a collection of snowblowers at my house. <laughs> we had like two big snowblowers and then, and one small one. And I think, I think in my household we had a snowblower and then that one actually lasted for years. That was pretty good. Yeah. And we had like two regular sized shovels and then one big shovel just in case the snowblower like kaputs <laughs> it's, i remember when my cousin came here from the philippines and he came here like on a february and Worst time he's never and he's never he never he's never been here in the united states and he's never experienced the cold and as soon as he get off the plane you know that big burst of cold uh-huh you know you get off the plane right yeah. First thing he told me, he said was, <laughs> he the first thing he told me when he got when he when he saw us in the in the airport, it's like, who busted the air conditioner? <laughs> True. <laughs> right? Yes. It's like, why is the air conditioner like stuck on on? What is this? You know. And he did that in Filipino, which is probably more funny, but you know that's what the translation was, and we just yeah. like laughed. It's just. You know, he goes outside. He's looking at like the the, the snow, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, it's like, yeah, you know, like this is like those snow globes. This place is a snow globe. <laughs> yeah. So. You know that reminds me of the opening. It's like the movie Cool Runnings. <laughs> yeah, it's when they first came to the Olympics. Sanka just puts on all the clothes that he packs, yeah. <laughs> and he's still freezing. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I mean, you can tell it's you know we were there with like with a jacket, like because we know he didn't have a jacket. <laughs> like we're like, here, put this on. You're gonna freeze to death. And <laughs> yeah. So, well, the best it's... way to experience the snow come here in February. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. In fact, that's when I landed when I was a kid. Way long ago, we landed on, was it February 6th? I think it was February ah. 6th. 
I, the only reason I know that is because someone took a video of it. And oh. <laughs> no, I am not going to show that to the world because I don't want anybody seeing me as a little kid. It's, it's I, I do not look like that anymore. <laughs> but that was, I mean, yeah, it was February 3rd. And it was, and there was snow on the ground. And I just, in the, in the video, like, here comes relatives just, like, crowding us with, like, jackets and coats. <laughs> and, you yeah. know, like, put this on and... You know, well, it's... it's safe to say, I think, I think, knock on wood, that I think winter is over for this year, and spring has come. Oh, it better. I can tell, because my allergies are back. Yeah. I'm planting <laughs> tomorrow. Like, I'm freaking planting, like, I the hope, spring crops. So <laughs> I hope you, you know, take your allergy meds and... You know, my allergies aren't that bad this year. Oh, that's good. I don't know if it's, like, my vaccine shot. I don't know. Oh, yeah, by the way, Edwin got his vaccine shot. <laughs> I did get my vaccine shot, and I got to tell you, it was not fun. <laughs> but I'm not trying to discourage anybody not getting the vac to not get the vaccine. It's just that I had some side effects, and, you know, and I may have gotten a little dizzy and felt like I was just going to pass out. But, <laughs> but I'm okay. I'm good. You know, next you know next week I will be somewhere around the realm of sixty to seventy percent uh, immune, I guess. Yes. <laughs> so, I'm uh, I'm I, I can't wait for my second shot because I'm sure it's gonna be worse. And <laughs> like I went yeah. here, here's a here's a here's a pro tip: don't go to work when you feel like you're hungover. From the COVID shot. From the COVID vaccine. That's yeah. exactly what I did. I had so much work to do at work, and and I I had to go into the you know to work and like I felt like I needed like Dramamine or something. Like I was gonna, Oof. I was I was dizzy. That's not good. No, but it's I'm okay now. I'm perfectly fine. I can like turn my head without feeling like I'm gonna tip over. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm okay, um, but That's any, good. yeah. But everybody get your vaccine shots, please. I mean, if uh, you know, if uh, it's I want to get out of this whole COVID thing and start going to Filipino restaurants, I still have to hit Manila Grill, which he's <laughs> not allowed to go without us. Yes, yeah, I still no. need to go there. I okay. still need to go over to. Uh, I want to go over to a poise again. And, mm -hmm. and and eat some Filipino foods that I did not make, right? And that's the whole point: making, you know, eating Filipino food that I did not make. Yeah. So, but awesome. I can't do that unless, you know, until the vid is under control. Yeah, which until the vid. It's not exactly. Not so, anyway, so what have you been up to, Pam? What have I been up to? Um, you know, I've. I've been hanging um, a lot, mostly on Twitter, and I've just been reading, um, you know, what's been going on in the environment right now. It's very tense right now. It's not. It's um, just. Uh, it's 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 hard with with the rise of um, you know the anti-Asian. Oh yeah. Hate crimes and all. It's just yeah. it's very disheartening when I hear about someone getting beat up solely because no. they're Asian and 
I had to shut down the news. Like, I just can't do it. Like, for the first time in a while, I had to just go to something a lot more happy. Which is good. Which is is good. I mean, it's good to be connected, but when when it takes... Takes a when it takes a toll health. of mentally and emotionally, yeah. it's good to take a break. Yeah. Um, I, I've been hanging out on Twitter a lot because there, that's where I hear a lot from other Filipinos around the world, um, their concerns, their thoughts. Um, I'm learning a lot about how, how colonization is kind of wired into our psyche. Even when you do, when you not realize it, um, and I, and it got me down this uh, little uh, rabbit hole of Filipino creators, mm-hmm. um, authors, um, artists, uh, even even TTTRPG creators. I'm looking. Did you ever get your or uh, the Sina Una PDF at least? Yeah, we did. Okay, I we haven't played it for, for obvious reasons. <laughs> oh right, um, I still need to download mine, but mm. I got, I got that, and so and it's, I kind of like discovering where Filipinos are, where they have traveled, and yeah. um, <clears throat> even despite all the bad that's what's going on around us, they're still discovering wh- how far they've come. Yeah. And so I, I don't know, I, I like, I'm kind of on the hunt for other Filipino creators and I'm kind of, I want to know, you know, what are other Filipinos doing? Cause there's a lot. I, I know that there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. Um, and I hope, and there's a lot, I, I know we kind of get overshadowed, like, by other Asians, like the Koreans, Japanese, and all that stuff. But I just, I guess it hits home in mm-hmm. seeing other Filipino creators thrive. Um, and so I'm kind of on the hunt of, you know, just looking for other Filipino creators, uh, creators out there. So if you have any recommendations, I know you what... as an Edwin or you <sighs> as in the listeners, yeah. if you know of any Filipino creators, I am opening a, my inbox is open. One of the one of the the one one that just you know that's just on the top of my head right now is Len Peralta. Um, he is a cartoonist and animator uh, and an illustrator. He's on he's on like other podcasts all the time and that's the only reason why i know i know who he is because he's uh he's a filipino who lives in cleveland i think and okay. you can buy he has a store uh lemporaltastore.com and you can buy his wares and there was one there i wanted i'm, I'm actually thinking i'm just getting it is uh he did a illustration of um of a satire of backing up your crap so you don't lose it and it literally says <laughs> back the f up and <laughs> and with okay. this guy with this guy with a backpack with like a big computer in the back you know <laughs> and i want to get that and just hang it in my cube just to remind everybody that don't want to lose your crap 
you back it up, <laughs> you know? Yep. And Because I don't know how many times, as an IT guy, telling people that we do not back up crap on your desktop. <laughs> you know? No. You know, what no. do they do? They just save stuff on their desktop, and next thing you know it, their computer is Crash. gone, and now they're, like, crying because <laughs> all the crap is gone, and I kept telling them, that's what you get. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, Len Peralta is, a, uh, is he's Filipino. He's a, uh, he's a creator. He has got uh, a store and um, he does some good work. He's he's part of like uh, Scott Johnson's crew and um, and Tom Merritt's crew who does other podcasts, too, that I happen to listen to. So, OK, I yep. know um, Twitter I found a bunch of Filipino authors. Um, I can't name them off the top, but that's how I knew that Joe Coy, you know, the comedian yep. mm-hmm. on Netflix. Oh, yeah. He features creators. Oh, yeah. Joe Coy yeah. uh, is coming out with a book. Really? Yeah. And, of course, I had to add it to my Goodreads list, of course. Is it out um, already or is it? It's not yet out. Oh. I think it's coming out. Uh, I forgot. I don't know. I don't know when. I'm losing my mind. But yeah, there's that. And then also another outlet that I use, social outlet, is TikTok. Mm-hmm. And that's where I learned that. Okay, do you remember uh, what's his name, Dante Basco? Yes. For those that don't know, Rufio. Yep. From the Hook. Yep. From Hook, I should say. Rufio! Rio! Rufio! Rio. Yeah. <laughs> so him and I believe his brothers are coming out with a movie. Really? Yes. The only movie I know he is in is Hook, Hook. and that's yeah. it. And I think and, like he disappeared for like a while. Um I think he does like very minor characters on TV, I uh. think. But this is one movie where he is also behind the scenes too like part of the production team if not director oh yeah he may he might be i he may end up i think he may if he has his brother on i'd be surprised if he wasn't like a producer (laughs) right yeah so that's something that i am looking forward to so if anyone any listeners out there that if you know of any philippine filipino creators that are coming out with new uh new works i'm i would love to hear from what's yeah. going on there's in the filipino yeah, there's a creator lot. community i'm pretty yeah, sure there is <laughs> yeah. so edwin um what have you been up to <laughs> besides getting the shot so while i was while i was i stayed at home on uh, pretty much didn't do anything on sunday and i didn't do anything on monday um after my shot <laughs> So I just basically like curled up in, on the couch and turned on to find out what I could watch. And one of the things that I decided to watch was this Q documentary on HBO. And it's Q Into the Storm. And I'm watching it, right? And next thing I know, it it's all Philippines all the time. Like now, a, when you say <laughs> when you say Q, you mean the QAnon? The QAnon, like this. It, it's this guy in from the United States who's trying who's trying to figure out what the origins of Q is. QAnon, right? Okay. 
and who it could be because nobody knows who Q is, right? People think it's the guy who started 8chan. Some people think it's, um, um, what's his name? The, the former advisor to President Trump. People thought it was President Trump or someone very close to him. Some people thought it was, you know, a conglomerate of people, you know, or whatever. It Nobody knows who he is. Okay. Or he or she is, you know. And he's okay. a very controversial, I'm just going to put it that way, very controversial, like, you know, personality on the internet. Okay. okay. So I'm just going to put it that way. I'm not trying. I'm trying. As you can see, I'm trying to keep it from being political. <laughs> but um, anyways, okay. um, I am. I was watching this thing and apparently um, the two people, actually three. Yeah. Two of the people who are um, who started A-Chan, which where QAnon sort of like resides yeah. you know that's where he did all the posts yeah. and a lot of you know and there's other people who did some pretty nefarious things in HN. you know um the guy who started it lives in the philippines and he's not filipino oh. he's american okay. <laughs> right okay and i think his name is fred brennan i think and He's, uh, he's this, you know, computer programmer, uh, like, you know, pretty, you know, he's a, he's a genius when it comes to computer programming because he built this thing while, you know, while he was like a teenager or something like that. Like he just got bored one day and just decided to make this thing because he didn't really like, he wanted to make a space for free speech. And there's these other two guys who's a father and son team. Um, who also live in the Philippines. Actually, the son lives in Japan, but the father lives in the Philippines. And he hmm. raises pigs. And he's also American. <laughs> right? So, okay. a lot of the things... So, H-Chan was... H-Chan, um, as a website, you know, was ran in the Philippines. With servers in the Philippines. In Manila, and the guy, you know, the 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 group that that uh, runs it is in the Philippines, and you know, it was just a, it was uh, it was really interesting because when they go into like a into a restaurant, right? They went into a Jollibee, <laughs> and, oh, you know, geez. or he went into a or another restaurant, right? He just I think they went to like a like a chow king or something <laughs> you know and and um you know and there's this like this guy and he's he has a disability like i forgot what it was but he's he's wheelchair bound okay um i forgot what disability he had but um um but he speaks pretty good tagalog oh <laughs> like okay. pretty good you know, which is something you don't see every day is a, uh, is a, uh, you know, like full on American that speaks pretty good Tagalog and he can order Tagalog like left and right. And, you know, you know, he speaks, he's got, he, he, he married, a, the guy married a Filipina, mm -hmm. right? 
and hmm. you know he li- he's living like the Filipino life over in the Philippines and you know and the father guy like runs a pig farm like like 60 miles away from Manila mm-hmm. you know it's one of his things and it's just like it's just like okay so you're telling me like the, the big thing right in terms of controversial news right right now when it comes to politics and things that are going around it started in the philippines <laughs> you know I mean, how does that, <laughs> how does that like, make you feel i i just i don't know like i guess i'm not surprised i mean some of the things that happen like in terms of controversy in the in in, in the in the it world even in the cybersecurity world, you know, started in the Philippines. Like the "I love you" virus started in some dude got bored in, you know, in the Philippines and decided to create the "I love you" virus as a as a college thing, I guess. And next thing you know, it like half of the world's like network is is infected, and <laughs> you know, so. I guess I'm not that surprised. The Philippines is pretty tech-savvy, you know, despite the fact that the internet kind of still is not there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, when I was, I mean, when I was there, let me check it. I mean, here's the thing. When I was there, my mom and dad at their house had faster internet than I did in the United States, in the oh. suburbs of, of, you know, of the Twin Cities. Okay. And my parents live out in the boonies, like an hour and a half away from the nearest city, and they had a lot better internet than I did. Hmm. That should okay. tell you something about like the Philippines in terms of like how, oh, what their technology is there, you know. And that's, right. but for some reason, like, um, you know, their infrastructure there when it comes to like phones is so is weird. Hmm. You know, but if I don't, it's just, I'm not quite surprised that it's happening there in the Philippines. And the Philippines is, it's pretty, you know, if you stay, if you're not saying anything bad about the government and if you're not like in the government's eye and that sort of thing, or if you're not doing something bad over there, like illegally, mm-hmm. you know, they'll leave you alone. Yeah, they'll leave you alone. <laughs> so, you know, it's. It's all good. And the thing is, one of the things that they said, and this is completely true, the reason why they went to the Philippines, right? Or they just, you know, they, they decided to go to the Philippines is because a dollar goes a long way in the yep. Philippines. Yeah. So if you're living like, you know, if you're living like, um, you know, if you're, I mean, if you're making like 30000 a year here, right? Okay. That's already like, you're buying a house in the Philippines, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You're 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 living good at thirty thousand yeah. a year in the Philippines. That's that's how much a dollar goes a long way. Yes, it's one of the biggest. Re- it's one of the biggest reasons why my parents went back to the Philippines because they're they were literally, they were living large because they were earning dollars here in the United States. Mm-hmm. So, long story short, that's what I was doing. I was watching this thing, and it's still going. It's a six part series, and I think the next one. Um, the next episode 
airs on Sunday on HBO and I'm just fascinated by this because because it's not only to this you know that 8chan is in the Philippines or actually it used to be it's kind of shut down now but um, but the guy who, who, who created it still lives in the Philippines and um, and it's uh, yeah it's it's just interesting <laughs> you okay know? Something right. I would never expect. I thought eight, for me, I thought HN was like a thing in Russia or something, <laughs> you know. But uh, that's see, a big see, surprise. I'm not see, I'm not familiar with HN. I know that it's has a negative yeah. connection. It's just a board. It, it's so like Reddit. You know what Reddit yeah, is? You know what Reddit is? Yeah, it's like that. But usually, yeah, I hear a lot of people just shun HN, and I'm like, okay, I, I'll just make note just to not touch it. Yeah, don't don't. It's not. It's not a good place. <laughs> so I so I was like, okay, well when that's they, interesting. Yeah. When that's... they talk about the dark web of the internet, that's part of the dark web of the internet. <laughs> so okay then. Yeah. You, good to know. So anyway, so that's what I've been doing. Um, and that... I'm trying to find this. Oop. We're gonna move on to stateside stuff. Okay, so the CSFA, um, the society that An that uh, Pam and I and Angela are a part of. Yes. It's Philippine Week. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> because we can't have a Philippine Day. Yeah. Because so of the vid. Yeah. Because of the vid. So yes. we're doing Philippine Week. So what's Philippine Week? So it so it's gonna be a, a week of like online activities, as far as I know. I'm not quite sure. Okay. Um. So what's gonna happen is that it'll be. It's just basically the Philippine Day was is deemed like the largest annual Filipino gathering in Minnesota. Yep. Just transfer that all. Have it a week long online. And you can find all the details on it on the CSFA Facebook page. But what it is is that um, there will be things going on. Uh, there will be uh, performances and community interaction. Uh, there will be game and other activities on on various platforms, they say. I believe it's Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Yeah. That would be interesting. TikTok. Um, <laughs> you could also win prizes. Yeah. Uh, there will be bingo. Yeah, I, those I'm, prizes I'm, are pretty I'm, good. I'm, like I'm not. I heard I'm those prizes are. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> I know you played um, bingo, right? Like last time you did a game thing. Yeah. Yeah. I always play bingo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bingo fan. So there's also there's also performance contests. Something about a TikTok dance. TikTok dance. It's a TikTok dance challenge or something like that where you post your TikTok dance. Not, and I think you won a prize. Who's like the, like, the coolest? I guess. <laughs> it's, uh, Is there one for like dorkiest? Because I can, I can, hey, I can probably. The dorkiest uh, could be the coolest. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to sign up for that. And some of the prizes that they may be giving away uh, include an iPad, yep. some bollock buy-in boxes, 
Gift which certificates. Is, which are expensive, by the way. If you ever tried to, like, actually buy a bike buying box and, like, ship it to the Philippines, that's expensive. Oh, I, I have never tried it. <laughs> yeah, it's expensive. <laughs> oh, I trust, I trust it. I trust it. So, um, the best way to... If anyone's interested, uh, just go onto the CSFA uh, Facebook page. The details will be announced Friday, April 16th. When is it supposed to happen? What are the dates? I know they posted the dates. Um, they, let's see here. April 24th through May 2nd. May 6th. May 2nd. Okay. So that's a couple weeks away. So Yes. So just excited. remember, CSFA Facebook page. There it is. Um... Alright. Great. And See, the parts aren't that bad. Like, especially Filipino, those bike buying boxes, those are, those are, it's worth and weight in gold. <laughs> yes. And there's an iPad too, so. <laughs> you, you're probably in it just for the iPad. <laughs> and what, you know, it kind of is a bummer that, you know, uh, Philippine Day, uh, the biggest thing for me for the Philippine Day is the... Um, the food. Of course, the food. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I was going to ask, because how are they doing the food? Uh, they probably Unfortunately, aren't. you're going to have to supply your own. <laughs> or oh. order takeout. If you can. Takeout from a poise. Or <laughs> from an old grill I or believe, someone. <laughs> I believe both of them do take takeout. So. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. So there's that. Unfortunately, I, I just don't live close enough. <laughs> yeah, you probably have to order, then go over there, pick it up, and and quickly go home. Quickly go home, go. unless you have like some way of like warming it up in your car. <laughs> I usually, so. yeah, usually for me, I usually just, I usually just uh, eat it in the car. Eat in the so car. hot and fresh. Yes. <laughs> cool. Um, all right. All right. So. Um, so that's for the stateside stuff. Uh, I don't know if I even have a... No, I don't. Okay. So, for the Filipino stuff, uh, Philippine news, um, one thing that I wanted to share... Um, do you want the bad one or the good one first, Pam? What do you want to hear first? The bad news or the good news? Let's start with the bad so that okay. we can end it on a good note. Okay, so... Bad news. 15,310 reported COVID cases in one day in the Philippines. Now, New I have a record question. daily for the Philippines. I have a question. Um, could that... are Like, does it state why there is an uptick? Or has it always been increasing? They just don't have, they just don't have any vaccines. And, nope. you know, and it's the Philippines. And they're still doing enhanced community quarantining, apparently in Manila. So, I don't know what's going on over there. Except for the fact that, you know, like, they got the vaccines. Now they have the China vaccines. And I'm not saying that because it's... I'm not saying that in a derogatory fashion. It's vaccines, vaccines that China. came from China. I forgot what company in China made it, but... Um, they have those now, as well as the AstraZeneca ones that came from the uh, from Europe. Yeah. So and I and I I'm pretty sure it's the same as here that there's like a lot of people that are hesitant, especially about the vaccines that are coming from China. Yep. So, and I was just wondering, uh, 
does that article say anything about any variants that are found in the Philippines? No, you're just numbers. They're just numbers, okay. Yeah, so I don't know if there's any variants. I'm sure there are. I mean, we have variants here in the United States. We have variants here, yes. You know, I mean, we're... Yeah. They're actively testing the current... The current uh, vaccines that we have here with the different variants. Okay. For instance, Pfizer apparently has has is Pfizer the what was it like the the one that came from South Africa mm, okay uh, that variant is the Pfizer vaccine is very effective on it good so okay I think it's like 90% effective so I'm not you know we're still you know they're actively testing it so I'm I'm glad that they're doing that because quite honestly I'm sure you know I mean I think even doctors are saying that this is going to be like the flu shot you're gonna have to get it like <laughs> every year, yeah. You know, so or maybe other like every year, every other year, or something like that. But it's yeah, it's not like a, you know, it's not like a, you know, like a tetanus shot or a or a, um, you know, that sort of thing. Okay. You know, polio vaccine. It's not that. Which is okay. sad. I mean, it, to me, that's you know, that's that's bad news. But at the same time, I'm very glad that we have a vaccine now, despite right. the fact that it makes you know it made me dizzy for two weeks. <laughs> but but the people in the Philippines, they don't have days. a vaccine plan yet, do they? I don't know what their vaccine plan. I gotta. I need to figure out what they're doing over there because it's it's so. I mean, it's so spotty, I guess, you know? I'm sure they're having some a tough time trying to, like, get everybody. Because I read an article on how these lockdowns are affecting the mental health of teenagers over there. Oh, yeah. Same with the elderly. Yeah. I mean, they're basically... They're, they have a curfew for elderly and um, teenagers. teenagers. They just can't be out at night. They try to limit yeah. people going out of their houses only to those that absolutely need to, like yeah. the healthcare workers. Yeah. Um, I know. Yeah. I mean, I like to see. I mean, there's pictures I, I see on my Facebook with relatives are in the Philippines, you know, and they're trying to make the best of it. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're going to restaurants over there in, in Davao, so I'm kind of like, okay, yo. So there's at least that. Yeah. You know, it's, they're trying to make the best of it. And you know, here's the thing too. It is the biggest week in the Philippines right now, right? It's Easter week, right? I mean, when you have the mass majority of Filipinos in the Philippines that are Catholic, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a... That's a surge waiting to happen right there. As much as like even here in the United States, we're like anticipating like a, you know, another, like another outbreak or whatever, another uh, surge here because of Easter. And they're already telling people here and, you know, you know, don't go out for Easter and that sort of thing. So it's, you know, it's, you can't, you can't help that. (laughs) I don't think you, I don't think in the Philippines people are really going to listen to that just because you know the culture of the philippines is very family family oriented you know so i don't know i just hope everybody stays safe in the philippines yes there is still a pandemic out there and 
you know, I, as much as, you know, it's Easter and everything, you know, you, you kind of have to treat it like Christmas, you know, Thanksgiving here in the United States and any yeah. holidays for this year. Just be careful. And if you can stay home, just stay home, you know, with your own family and, you know, have, you know, try to make the best of Easter because every other Every other holiday right now, especially during the, you know, in, in the, in pandemic times, it, they suck. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's tough. It's tough on everybody. It is. So, yeah. So but together we can get through this. Yep. So here's the good news. Good news. Yes. <laughs> good news. Something came up in my thread. I thought it was just so heartwarming. A doctor in the Philippines, right? Um, restored a man's sight after not being able to see for 19 years wow yeah and it's very impressive and you should see the reaction um you should see the reaction of the guy like just cry and just thank god (laughs) he just couldn't believe you know it's like that it was like the you know and, and it was just a seven minute procedure and it was, you know, and then it's like, you know, they were just like keeping them, keeping him in the operation, operating room, making sure he's okay. Next thing you know, he is bawling his eyes out because he's just, Aww. he's just so glad he can see again. And because the guy had cataracts for 19 years. Wow. So, yeah. So, so he was, he just couldn't see anything, like totally blind. He just couldn't see anything. Yeah. Okay. So wow, that's, well, that is that is very impressive. Is, yeah, it's good news, right? It's heartwarming news, and with a positive thing. And <laughs> so. I would like to say that you know, there's always been that kind of Hollywood joke on how Filipino doctors are dubbed as not real doctors or whatever. Yeah, but and I mean, show it's just them like this. it's just like here in the United States. There's some really bad doctors and there's really good doctors in the Philippines I mean there's some I mean I've, I've experienced the Filipino healthcare system yeah. and I gotta tell you the we have it very 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 good here in the United States mm-hmm. so um I but have no complaints then, we- yeah. In here in the United States. I just, I mean, I honestly, I, I experienced it where what they have in the Philippines, right, is something called, a, at least in where I came from in the Philippines, they had something called a taban. Okay, and what is that? The, it, it literally means help. Okay. In, or, you know, or assist in, 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 the, in Bisaya. And... It is this person who stays at the hospital with the patient to take care of them. That I don't think is can be found in in here. You can't find it here. You can't find that there. Yeah, you're pretty much playing nursing assistant over there mm-hmm. in the in the Philippines. Like I learned a lot about nursing <laughs> when I was there, taking care of my parents, taking care of my mom. And because I was doing that, I was, I was the tabang and, you know, and, you know, the, when they, when the, in your, when your, when your relative 
has a uh, has a needs like needs like medicine of some sorts, you know, or mm-hmm. or a prescription. Guess who gets to go get it? <laughs> yeah. Lucky you. <laughs> yeah. So I'm the one who's running across the street, you know, with my best messiah ever, trying to get, you know, trying to fill the the prescription, and. You know, with the with a nearby uh, pharmacy. So there's, I I am very glad that you know, like as much as people like to like rip on the healthcare system here in the in the United States, go to the Philippines and then tell me. <laughs> you know, just go to the Philippines and and then come back and tell me. You know, and, and see how you feel after that because you know it's. It's just one of those things where where it's a different culture, it's a different way of doing things, and that's their medical system over there. And for mm-hmm. instance, yeah. I, one of the things on my thread was that PhilHealth, which is like their government ran, uh, um, government ran like um, health insurance. Oh, right? okay. Their office, I forgot where this was, but one of their offices was sent an eviction notice. Because they weren't paying rent. And this is Bill Health, the government office. Okay, then. <laughs> okay. I'm just, you know, I'm just... There's certain good things about the Philippines. The healthcare system is not really one of them unless, you know, you're... You know, there's like these like little gems in the Philippines. Like, the you know, this guy whose eyesight was restored. There's little gems like that in the Philippines. But like... It's, you know, and I'm not, you know, like anybody, even my cousins and everybody else over there in the Philippines knows, you know, they know what's up. They know that it's it's not good. (laughs) So they will not, they would go to a private hospital before they'll go to a, to a public one. Um, The private hospitals are somewhat like, like, you know, near similar to here in the United States, you know, like you, you know, you're not in a big ward. Yeah. You know, so. In the private hospital, but the thing is about private hospitals over there, it is expensive AF. I believe like, it. It is expensive. Like, I believe it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I couldn't even believe. Even with U.S. dollars, it won't. Even with, it, it's it, still it, expensive. It, I think it's like literally translated to U.S. dollars. <laughs> like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's something. And, I mean, yeah. That's what it is. So there's still little mm. gems again, but but you know I wouldn't you know I would I would not want to be there during a health emergency. <laughs> like I just don't. Especially during a pandemic. During I a mean. pandemic, yeah. So right. Again, stay safe. It's still pandemic season. <laughs> so get your shots yeah. if you can. Wear masks. Social exactly. distance. And we also want to personally extend our little uh thank you to those that are in the healthcare yes and our and essential workers yeah and don't get me you. wrong like the nurses and doctors in the philippines you know they're trying their best for what they have yes they really are like they're trying their darn best at what they have and you know what nurses in the philippines get paid like crap like yeah. just the worst there's a reason why there's a lot of filipino nurses here in the united states because they're trying yeah. to get out of the out of the Philippines because they're paid like crap. 
Yeah. You know, and be that as it may, you know, it's they try their best to do yeah. their jobs over there. So I give so, kudos to them yeah. for what they have because they don't have much. <laughs> so, um, anyways, um, okay. Moving um, on. Moving on. Right. So I need to go here and do this. That's okay. going to be our deep dive current events thing. I just decided that because I like it so much. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So deep dive. So what is this uh, thing that you put on here, Pam? Um, I wasn't okay. actually familiar with this. And I've got to tell you. I had to listen to some Mr. Rogers like music just to make myself feel better. <laughs> All right. So, um, Edwin and I are, for those that are tuning in from out of the country, Edwin and I are from Minnesota. Yes, we are. And, um, which is in the spotlight right now in the national news. Yes. Because of the Derek, I, I don't know. I don't know how to say his last name. Derek, Derek Chauvin. 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 The Derek Chauvin. Yeah. Um, he is the police officer who uh, knelt on an African-American named George Floyd. Um, I will not get into the specifics, but uh, that ex-cop, I should say, is on trial right now uh, for the murder of George Floyd. Yep. And um, so, yeah, this is a very hot topic right now. Very. And... Sorry that sorry that this is going to be very serious, but um, we have we, to. We address. promise. We promise. We're going to have do something fun before the we, end of this episode. Right. Right. So, um, so everyone's talking about this trial going on. It's the topic of the nation, really. Um, when I received the CSFA letter, um, I was made aware of. A fellow Filipino American veteran named An Angelo An Quinto. Angelo Quinto. Yes. He is, he is a as I said, Filipino American veteran. He, from what I understood, from uh, from what was on the stories, that he was going through some mental mm. issues. Yeah. So the family decided to call nine one one when, and this is in Antioch, Antioch, California. Yeah, in California. Yeah. So, uh, so the family called nine one one. The police arrived, and there were events that happened that just went downhill hell from there. Yeah. Um, yeah. The police officers pulled Angela away from his mother's grasp. They pinned him, kind of fim- similar to what happened to George Floyd. Yeah. They knelt on his neck for five minutes to the point where he was. He was his unconscious. Face, he, yep. He lost, he lost unconsciousness. There was blood coming out and he, his face was just covered in it. Yeah. But when they went to the hospital, um, I think a few days later, he, he passed away. Yeah. And so this, this story right now is very hard to swallow right now. It is. Again, it it's this whole thing with 
And here's the thing, and I have to make a caveat to this too, is that I agree that there's some there's certain things in and don't get me wrong, being a cop, being police, and I used to go when I was a kid, I in high school, I went with I went I did a ride along with with a police. Right, mm-hmm. with police. So I got a little taste of what they did for, you know, like during a night. Mm-hmm. And I gotta tell you, yeah, being a cop is it's 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 tough, mm-hmm. you know. And there's a reason why I'm I never ever wanted to really go into that profession, despite that several of my friends, you know, went to the police academy, and one of them is two of them are actually cops now, right? Okay, is that. There are great cops, right? Good people. I've got some of them living in my neighborhood, (laughs) you know, and I'm glad they live in my neighborhood, right? And there are, you know, there are bad cops like any other profession. There's really bad IT guys, you know, (laughs) there's really good IT guys, you know, and it's, but the thing is being a police officer has an extra extra layer right that's why we respect police we respect that that job because you know that they have a fairly difficult job but here's the thing is that the you know there's certain there's certain things that are happening in society right now that puts the light on police training police conduct in all of this, right? And I feel like, you know, like the the way that that the culture is doesn't reflect. You know, it's like a culture clash between like the people who live in the society and the co- and the police that have their own culture that looks after that society, mm-hmm. right? And that culture is not meshing with, you know, the society that they're sworn to protect. And one of the things is doing some of this, like, like you know, warrior training type things, especially they were doing here in, in Minneapolis. It's like, you you know, like, if you're going to police the society that you were sworn to protect, then protect them. <laughs> right. You know, and what, I, what that means is, is that you have to have that, ex, you have to have that extra, like, cognition, right? If you want to be a good cop. There's a reason why I'm not a cop, because I just can't do that work, right? I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm. You, you shouldn't be in a job for the glory or the prestige or whatever right because you you think you know to think that you're you know like being in that profession will give you the respect that you need right that's not what any i don't think professions should be for that it's the fact that you believe in the work that you're doing you believe in the in in the things that you that that you want to put want to help and assist communities, right? Right. 
doing something like this or doing something like in in like with you know what you know, Derek Chauvin did is wait it's not that you right. you you just told you basically told the community that you're protecting that you really don't care about them yeah. at that point right you're just there because you look good in a uniform you want mm-hmm. the power you want the respect you know one of the things is that you have to earn the respect right. of the community and sad to say you know like i think when it comes to police officers they've been losing that slow you know very slowly over time mm-hmm. and and now it's like you know you have to build that up and you know it wasn't surprising to me that you know like you know even like before Derek Chauvin and you know and George Floyd that there was a big mass effort like a PR campaign to try to gain that ground back to try to gain that trust back into the communities that they're supposed to be protecting and serving you know when you don't have what happens if you don't have if the community that you're protecting and serving no longer believes that you're doing that right and it's that's not because you know that's that's what's happening yeah what does that look like you know yeah i mean <laughs> that that doesn't look good and that's yeah. you know this is where you know this is where it's like what do you do what do you do how do you gain that that respect back how do you gain because the thing is you can't get rid of the police department you can't get rid of you know like you know like you know the, you, you can't risk the safety of of the people i mean if you don't i mean i feel like if you got you know like got rid of like the entire police department or even like a a police organization of an entire city, especially as big as Minneapolis and St. Paul, mm-hmm. that's chaos. <laughs> right. You know, that's just chaos. I don't want to see the police go. I don't want to see the, you know, I want to be able to like, if someone's threatening me, I want to be able to call 911 and, you know, right. and that sort of thing, you know, but now we have people second guessing that, especially over there in, you know, in, in Antioch. Because one of the things that I read was that, you know, the lady said, the lady said that the police officer said you did the right thing. And now she's saying, it's like, I don't think I did. Right. You know? Right. And that's a very, very bad thing in terms of the trust of the police. Right. Right. And that's the biggest, to me, that is the biggest issue right now with uh, with community and police is that that is so there is a disconnect and if they don't get that back right we see this i mean we see this in the philippines with the police i mean when i was there i mean you had people with checkpoints with with machine guns right mm-hmm. and it looked like an oppressed society sometimes if nobody mm-hmm. knew better right it's yeah. and that does not look good in any in any form right right and 
I, there has to be, there has to be, to me, I feel like there has to be um, accountability. And that's the only way. Yeah. Right? There has to be really deep thought and deep, you know, especially with with police departments out there that they have to really have this like come to Jesus moment of what exactly are we doing? Yeah. You know, because yeah. right now it doesn't look good. <laughs> it just doesn't look good for for some departments. It's not everybody. It's not all the departments in the United States, you know, and like Hopkins police, right? They're great. I like the Hopkins police. Okay. You know, I like the Minnetonka police. They're great. Like they're, they show up, Minnetonka police shows up at my store all the time, you know, because we have anti-maskers, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? We have people like that. I, I'm very glad to see the Hop, you know, the Minnetonka police come over or whoever and, you know, and set things straight. Right. Okay. But there are certain police departments there that have a really, really serious problem on their hands. Mm -hmm. And it really means how they're going to deal with it and how they're going to, how are they going to, you know, like amend the, or not women, but how do they heal that, that rift? Right. Because that's going to really say a lot about that community in that, in that police department. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, you, I just yeah, um, I totally agree with all of your uh, your statements. Um, when you know when when George when this whole case concerning of George Floyd hit the news, that's when you know the whole Black Lives Matter movement yeah. came in full swing. And everyone was questioning about, well, what, how trusting can we, uh, you know, trust our police, the very people that, you know, signed up to defend us, defend the people, the community. And, and when I read this, it hit harder. Yeah, because because the person looks like us. Because it's part of the Filipino community. Yeah. And, um, you know, when, when the Atlanta shooting happened, it hit hard for me. As a Filipino American woman, when the victims are Asian women and the police officer, the chief police officer basically said, that the shooter was having a bad day. Yeah. That, that does not help anything. That hit me hard. <laughs> yeah. So you're telling me that if that was if that was me, if I was a victim, you would not show any remorse of what happened to me and just say, oh, well, you have to be more understanding because that shooter was just having a bad day. Yeah. That's unfair to me. I am part of the community that you say that you protect and you serve. And that's how you're going to treat yeah. me. Yeah. That hurt. Yeah. And a lot of Asian women felt that. Yeah. That could be. I feel like 
That could be their mother. Yeah. That could be their sister. That could be their cousin. That could be their friend. It could be anybody. Yeah. And here you are saying, oh, it's okay. And just shrug it off. I'm like, so so what I felt was that if if I felt endangered, I have to think twice before I pick up the phone and call 911. And that's, not, am, and that's not a place you want to be. I don't. I shouldn't. Yeah, you I shouldn't, shouldn't be, have to feel that You way. shouldn't be in that place. You should be able to dial 911 with confidence. <laughs> you know what right, I mean? Right. Like, and as I said before, I'm not calling, I'm not saying that all yeah. cops are bad, but the problem is I don't know which ones. Exactly. And that's, that's the issue is that when you start to, in, you know, that's why a lot of, you know, people, you know, in, you know, in terms of like, like these blanket generalizations with, with like with with uh with the police right yeah is as bad as a blanket generalization of all asians or african americans or whoever right right and that's how you create these you know it's one of those it's part of it's the one of the ingredients of having these crazy tribal like like you know, mentalities is that when a person says, you know, you know, all, you know, all people, you know, all Philippines are this and that, you know, right. That doesn't help things. That doesn't help no. society. That doesn't help the community. That, that only feeds into this us Dude. versus them and other it's, thing and it's, it's it's a fear yeah it's a fear and that's to me that is like i felt i don't know if i'm just i was just naive when i was a kid but i felt like like that that was like not a thing <laughs> you know what mm -hmm. i mean but now i now what i'm hearing is that it's always been a thing yeah. Right. Where, right. you know, in the, you know, especially here in, the, in Minnesota, I mean, the big thing was like, you know, Native Americans in the 70s. Yeah. You know, Philip, you know, in California, it was Filipinos. Mm -hmm. Right. And in right. the Chinese. So it's now it's what, you know, in Minnesota. Right. I'm hearing like. Like Somalia, Somalians mm -hmm. on Riverside, or even that were like Muslims here in the United. I mean, we have one of the biggest, biggest community, like Somalian communities in in the United States, is here in Minneapolis, right? Right. And one of the you know one of our representatives is Somalian, <laughs> you know. Oh so, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it is. To me, it's you have to, we you know there we you know as a society as a community we have to figure out how we how we you know like heal these rifts between these cultures, right? Mm -hmm. And how do we do that? Right. You know, and that's the thing. I feel like. 
That's the million dollar question <laughs> because I don't think anybody has ever figured it out. You know, right? Dude, the the person who figures that out is a successful at it is going to win the Nobel Prize, <laughs> Peace Prize. I'm telling you, like, you know, that's yeah. how you know. And sad to say, you know, we could get into a really long discussion about this, but just, I mean, I just I just want to let the listeners know that. The story and the GoFundMe for An- Angelo Quinto is can be found on my Twitter page, Panda Cat Dragon One. Um, I'll probably post it again, yeah, so I can pin it. But uh, my advice is read read his story, and there are points that the family would like to discuss regarding uh, with the city of Quinto to make police more accountable for their actions and also on ways on how on how we could probably improve this rift between community and the police yeah and and i hope the discussion yeah and i hope that happens like i hope that you know that these rifts between you know I, i do count police as a as a culture is because mm-hmm. it is it's you know they have their own like when you call policing culture that's what it is and it is one of those things where where uh i hope they can figure it out i hope that those communities can figure it out yes you know because you can't uh, I get we it. don't <laughs> right we don't want we don't want what happened to angelino uh, angelo quinto or George Floyd. We yeah, don't want another we repeat. Can't have that. We can't have a repeat of those. That has to stop. That has to stop. You know. You know. From. I just. I mean. I can't believe. Like even like some of the. Some of the things that. That. that uh, that's happened in the past. You know. Mm-hmm. We don't. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> anyway. I'm not yeah, going to get into so, it. Because as, it's going to be a I long said, time. Check out. Tw- check out my Twitter. I. There's more information about this Ang- Angeli- Angelo Quinto, sorry. Yeah. Um, just go check it out. And uh, how about we move on to something more lighthearted? <laughs> more lighthearted. What do I have? All right. So, still a little bit of uh <laughs> <laughs> Let's get a little lighthearted here. Um, Why are you laughing? <laughs> because we were discussing something before the show that we decided to put it in because we really didn't have anything for the this section. Is, this is this is Edwin's strong opinion <laughs> on something. Like I didn't have a strong opinion on the last segment, right? I have lots okay, of strong Okay, so what's opinions. your opinion? All right. So I want to talk about K pop culture in the Philippines. Okay. And I want to be specific about it because pop culture of Philippines is very it's starting like Korean Korean culture is sort of like infiltrating into the Philippines. And to me there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like we do it here all the time in, in the Philippines right. in, in the United States, right? Uh-huh. Whatever floats your boat, you know, whatever, right? 
But I will say this. I blame boys over flowers from starting the whole thing in the Philippines. Uh, So for those (laughs) listeners that don't know, boys over flowers is a popular K-drama. Yes. Yes, it is. In fact, there was... (laughs) There was an American remake, but we won't talk about that right now. Oh, that, that dumpster fire? So, <laughs> so explain to me how Boys Over Flowers started this whole Korean wave in the Philippines. Because it was so popular in the Philippines. And here's the thing. Filipinos, right? Okay. Here's the thing. It wasn't translated into Tagalog. It wasn't translated into Bisaya. It wasn't translated into any of the dialects, right? Okay. It was still in Korean, and you had to you had to you had to read English subtitles. First okay. of all, you have you have to like Boys Over Flowers enough to read. <laughs> subtitles in English in the Philippines. Okay? okay. Now here's the thing, right? And I know I know that there's some people in the Philippines who took it upon themselves to learn Korean for <laughs> <laughs> Okay? So okay. I blame and I Here's the thing. Before Korean stuff happened in the Philippines, right? It was a lot of things that coming from the United States, right? American okay. pop culture was going into the, United, into the Philippines. Okay. Okay? Because they're watching the movies. They're watching, you know, whatever, right? But you know what? People are starting to put snail stuff on their face. <laughs> okay? okay? People are putting snail snail urine or something (laughs) on their face from Korea right they're doing the Korean thing and injecting glucathione I don't know if I'm saying that (laughs) injecting that stuff in their skin to make their skins whiter okay Okay. they're microblading their their eyebrows Okay. Okay. (laughs) A lot of this Korean stuff that's happening in the... I blame Boys Over Flowers for starting this whole thing. Now, question, (laughs) Edwin. Have you watched Boys Over Flowers? Yes, I have. All of it? Not all of it. Okay. All I can tell you, it's pretty cheesy stuff. Okay. As someone... (laughs) Yeah, I've watched some Boys Over Flowers. I I didn't finish it either. It talked... Talking about crazy rich Asians. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> right? Crazy rich Asians? Those guys in that, in that show were crazy rich Asians. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, I see yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. The whole, yeah. We're going, going the yacht and, and doing stuff and every all these people flaunting at them because they're like... What are call the? I were, don't they, were they actually called the Flower Boys or something? It's something like that, maybe. I don't know. You know, come on. I mean, it's, I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that that 
when I was there in the Philippines in 2000 and when I was over there in the Philippines in 1999, right? Okay. Nobody was talking about Korea. Nobody was talking about the thing that we were talking about is what's going on in the soap opera they're going to watch. What was going on in Esperanza? (laughs) Okay. That's our thing. You know, to be fair, and Chabolita yeah. was a was a was a telestereo, I think, in Mexico that came to the United, came to the Philippines. Mm, yep, yep. Okay. Yep, yep. Nothing about Korea. And then in 2005, when my with my cousins came over from the Philippines, right? No, not a peep about Korea, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, on Facebook. Boys Over Flowers made its debut and from then on I need the snail stuff. <laughs> okay. I need this you know I need to go inject myself with this crap or I need to go get my my things microbladed and 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 BTK came along. <laughs> and I will. Okay, fine. I will. I will say this, Edwin. There is some truth. Yes, some, some truth. I cannot verify that that is indeed what led to the whole Korean yes. obsession. These are very generalizations. This, this is right? an opinion, and this is People, my opinion. This is not I news. This say, is not fact. This is just I, my observance. I just want to say that this a similar thing happened here in America but it wasn't boys over flowers that started it it was BTK was I it? don't know about what's BTK or BTS BTK. no it was even before BTS. that BTS I'm sorry it was K-pop it was those K-pop you know Korean pop music videos that made it to the YouTube and I remember being oh. part of the oh what's his name Psy. there was Psy. SM Entertainment there was YG Entertainment that's when Big Bang Girls Generation Shiny to was anyone Psy? Psy. all of those girls I was there I was part of that was it yeah. wasn't like the Gangnam Style thing too Gangnam Style yeah that was that was kind of at the end was it at the end it. I honestly think that Gangnam Style was the boys over flowers for the Philippines. Gangnam, Gangnam style, style in the Philippines? Like, I like think... the K-pop, like the K, no, the K-pop, like Korean wave started here in America with Gangnam Style. Yeah. And then that's when people realized, oh, there's something called YouTube that I could actually check out K-pop music videos. And that's when the whole K-pop started. It's some, and then it was cemented with BTS. I still oh don't gosh. get what the big deal about BTS is. It's a boy band. Well, I understand what it is. <laughs> it's a boy band. But it's... Well, so was Big Bang. So was To Anyone. And they existed before BTS. Yeah. It just... BTS reminds me of, like... Like... The Korean version of New Kids on the Block. <laughs> it's, it's what... Don't touch that. Don't touch that, man. Don't touch that. But or, or I'm just Backstreet saying... Boys or whatever. You know, it's like... I'm just saying. <laughs> there is some truth to that. It's always that whole... Ah... This is an interesting video. Let me get into it. And sure enough, K-dramas right now are now found on Netflix. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. And, there's... And Parasite. And Oh, and Parasite, yes. 2019 Parasite. 
I know. Yes. Don't I? I know what won Best Picture in 2019. <laughs> well, it was I think it was the first that an international drama, yeah, won what two big categories? Yeah, or something. And I don't I will, follow that word. I will show, say but... when I saw when I saw um um when I saw that movie, I can understand. Yeah. I understand why I won. I still have yet to. Yeah. I still have yet to watch it. So <laughs> don't. Why. Don't spoil it. Yeah. I know it's a very good movie. Yeah. So, okay. So that's Edwin's, Edwin's opinion. Yeah. <laughs> opinion corner. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I was just amazed. If, if <laughs> listeners feel that there is. And there's nothing Edwin wrong. And there's nothing wrong with Korea. There's nothing wrong with Korea. I, I like, <laughs> you know. I like my Epsons. I like my Samsungs. I like my, you know. He likes he likes Korea for different reasons. <laughs> you know, I but, like the food. I'm a very big fan of, of bulgogi. Don't get me wrong. If, if anyone wants to argue with Edwin, <laughs> you can hit us up. Yes. So you Edwin, can hit, you can hit us up at hollowhollowhangouts at gmail dot com. You can also drop us a comment on our our. Uh, developing website <laughs> of uh, legendcreators.com. Yeah, mind you, it's um, still bare bones. We still are working bare bones. on it. Yeah, come on, we're an independent outfit that have day jobs. <laughs> That's yes. all I gotta say. Pretty much. Yes. So, um, so you can drop us a line there. You can also, uh, you know, follow me on Twitter at at TC T Cities Edwin. At TCDZ, but I want to say .com for some crazy reason. There's no, there's no, no. <laughs> there's no, I know. But uh, you can follow me at TCDZ when, um on Twitter. So if you have any any comments <laughs> about this discussion, <laughs> I welcome the discussion. <laughs> so there's my, my little thing. So um, anyways, I think so that's it for is- now. Yeah, so, so we're just wrapping up. So, Edwin, this is where you can find him. Yeah. Hey, Edwin, is this supposed to be where the music comes in? Yeah, hold on. Hold okay. on. Hold on. <laughs> we're professionals. There it is. All right. So, this has been episode. Was it eight? This is episode eight. Thank you. This has been episode eight. So, again, you. You can find, uh, you could email us, you could text Edwin, and I believe Edwin, you have an Instagram. I do have Instagram at DIY Edwin, which is going to be a lot. It's going to be lively this spring because I got a lot of projects coming up on that. Yes, so. and then you could also find me. Hi, my name is Pam. You could also find me on Twitter at PandaCatDragon1. Remember that little thing that I told you about? You can find it on there. Um, I also have an Instagram account. Uh, it's actually for our other podcast, Dungeon Dinings and Dorks. Yep. But you could also find me on Instagram at Panda Cat Dragon. We also have a Facebook page, Legend Creators. And yep. also for and also uh, remember that we also have a website going on legendcreators.com. You could also uh, reach us there. If you like what you hear, make sure you like uh share and subscribe yes. comment we want to hear from you we really want to hear from you <laughs> tell us how we're doing if you hate if you don't like us well 
Okay. If you don't well, like us, be nice. Be nice. Can you please be nice to us? <laughs> Constructive criticism is always welcome <laughs> at, <laughs> at Hollow Hollow Hangouts. So. <laughs> All right. So that's it. Thank you All for right. hanging out with us. And yes, it's been serious. We're going to try to do some fun, like full on epi fun episodes because we've been really serious for like the past, what, three or four episodes? Yeah, we'll try Ooh. to liven up the mood here. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, give a uh, yeah, comment stuff. Drop us a line. Drop us a line. We'll see you right. next time in two weeks. Mabuhai. Mabuhai.